wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you You have to lock my cat in the bathroom When he starts jumping on the computer too much Needs to oh, learn his, I'm dropping his boundaries <laughs> um, Okay Brent you got something for us? Yeah. Have you? Are you familiar with Private Practice? The TV show? The TV show in its fifth season. Oh, I now. didn't even know that's what you wow. meant. Wow, okay. it's already on its fifth yeah. season. A Grey's Anatomy spinoff. I had not seen until this week, but now I'm hooked. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was excellent. It was one excellent episode. <laughs> I don't... Uh, reminded me of Trevor a lot in oh. some ways. Well, thank you. A guest character. <laughs> so it was like the ep- it was episode of the week. And here's the scenario... Mm-hmm. I think Trevor, you can relate to this. So, a woman comes into the hospital. Well, I'm not going to like her, am I? I'm going to hate this woman. Is that she, what is, going she is. She is. She is comatose. So she's been like beat. in a coma. Yeah. She. Well, when they find her, it's like, oh, she's down and bleeding, and my, my baby, and she's pregnant oh, no. and just beaten, and going Somebody... slips into a coma basically. Okay, I feel sorry for her. Good. So. I think this has been going on for a while from what I understood that her husband had been beating her up, but there's no proof of it. Pregnant. Yeah. Well, here's what happens. So she tells him, okay, he's beat me up, but now I'm going to tell him it's pregnant. It'll be okay. That's her move. Yeah. That's her move. And he is not cool with this at all. So who the doctor or the husband? Husband. Yeah. So he... Goes a bit extreme, c- puts her in a coma. So, she, oh, so sad stuff happens. She loses the baby. There yeah. was a baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, okay. After now, here's the situation. Here's the part that where I think some Trevor comes in. I've got so many hu- mixed emotions right now. So she's in a coma. She's bleeding in her insides. Oh. And the doctor's like, well, "Okay, we need to we need to operate." And everyone's like, "Okay, this guy beat her up, but he's the husband, and there's no proof that." He's done it because she's still unconscious and nobody saw it happen. So okay. the police are like, well, he has to make the decisions. Everyone else is like, um, this guy's crazy. So they're like, Whoa. well, she has some internal bleeding. We just need to like fix up. And he's like, I want a hysterectomy. He's like insisting on a hysterectomy. He's like, my Whoa, wife, I'm the husband. doubles down. Yeah, he goes all out on anger. Like that's not. Doubles down and takes out the innards. So he can even, oh, wow. So what happens? The doctors don't go through with it. They just, they're able to, because they're like, um, that's really not necessary. And he's insisting he's like, they don't And do a lombotomy. <laughs> maybe, maybe let's pull her off life support right now. And they're <laughs> like, but she's, no, nah, just put a yeah. pillow over her head yeah. and uh, end this for her. I've got to make this decision. Yeah. So <laughs> it's tough, have, like, but Does so he have like, do they do like it. check out his hands for like bruises mm-hmm. and stuff? No. Are they like spies? This is all him? within like the first five minutes. Everything that's happened so far. So there's that's just that's how it started. <laughs> yeah, that's like the pre-credits situation. Wow, and, and it goes places from there. I th- I was expecting Billy Ray Cyrus to walk in the room. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's some sort of he's on some sort of doctor show. Billy Ray, isn't it called Doc? I think it might be. I think that's what it's called. It's just called Doc. It's I think you know. I think you know it's called Doc. Yeah, I, know, I, I was pretty sure, but it's something simple. He's a doc, and he just hangs out. Simple country doctor in New York. 
It's no big deal. <laughs> and doesn't he have like an acoustic guitar strapped on his back during the opening credits? <laughs> I haven't watched that in so long. Oh, I need some doc. I need a little more doc. I don't, I don't think Billy Ray does much now. He just sort of is Miley's sidekick. He's like, I don't have to do anything anymore. Doesn't he have, have like creepy like father-daughter vibe going on though? Very. There's very some creepy. like creepy weird stuff going on. <laughs> hey, honey. Fair. Hey, honey. Let's do a semi-nude photo spread together in Vanity Fair. <laughs> Here's a blanket. I'm in a towel. <laughs> it's artistic. Yeah. Pour this milk on you. Don't worry. I'm a doctor. Yeah, I'm a doctor. No, you're not. Oh, Carter, your dogs do not like Billy Ray. <laughs> what was his big song, Achy Breaky Heart? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Remember how I always talked about how uh, my dad always made us leave concerts early? Oh, think, no. Oh. You left before <laughs> Achy Breaky Heart? I think so. It was Country Fest, 1997 or something. Your dad has seen all the irrelevant acts throughout history. <laughs> like, really? He really goes out of his way to find, like, the mediocre, like... <laughs> Wow, he's been there for achy breaky. I don't know. We laughed. He's like, well, got to be traffic. Things are going to be, yeah. Okay. Now, Ooh. I don't know if this is before your time, probably, Carter, but Brent, in yep. gym class or in elementary school, did you ever have to take line dancing? Oh, we did. Yes, yeah. That was something we did, too. You did? To yeah. achy breaky? Oh, that was the only thing you could do it, too. <laughs> Brent? Yeah. I remember a 10-year-old me was... The school was trying to convince everybody that a school dance was okay, so they made everyone do Achy Breaky Heart. I yes. Ref- and I refused because they were filming it for like school boards. I said, no, thank you. I refuse to be a pawn in your promo video. <laughs> well, that's an awkward time. Ten years old, girls dancing, Billy Ray side. Like, There's so many things colliding in your body and mind at that moment that you shouldn't force a young man to do that. <laughs> Isn't there really only two line dancing songs, Achy Breaky Heart and Boot Scoot and Boogie by... Oh, uh, I forgot about Boot Scoot yeah. and Boogie. Well, those are the only two, pretty much. I can't think of any other song you can really... That oh. you really see line danced a lot. Man, I, guess, I remember it. I remember so the great six that dance. Our stuff could still be young enough. St- we're still old enough that not every single thing ever done is captured on the internet forever. Our stuff just disappeared oh, on tapes. That you'd have to like the only yeah, way to actually watch basement. it would be to record it from a camcorder to a tape. Which is really just too much effort ever. for most people. Yeah, so. yeah, we got lucky. So that stuff's all disappeared. There's a lot of things that we've done probably that mm-hmm. we could have gone viral a couple times. I think you know, uh, <laughs> mostly Ash. <laughs> Many the near every week it's Ash's near death experience. Mm-hmm. Cut on film. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever guys ever have air bands in elementary school? Not of an officially sanctioned elementary school event. We had one on our uh, friend's patio with some guys. <laughs> was that on tape? <laughs> no, it is not. With some guys uh, your age, and uh, we had some. You know. One of the songs was an ACDC song that I still to this day have not found out what song it is. <laughs> and it's like you hear it in hockey rinks. You're like, oh, my God, that's the song. And it's, it was before Shazam. You know? <laughs> I've never heard it. The Shaquille O'Neal movie? No, Shazam, the iPhone app that tells oh. you what song's playing. But it's like I really want to know what song it is. And I've been like 
it's like, oh, it sounds like it's 1991 Razor's Edge, ACDC. So you listen to every song on there, you're like, nope, that's not well, it. How does it give us a hum? Hum it it's for us. It's like, are you ready for a good time? Are you and ready for a good time? <laughs> that one? Yeah? What song okay. is that? I don't know what it is, <laughs> well, but I know that I know that the certain people that listen to this podcast yeah. listen to ACDC. So <laughs> the, the, I'm ready ex- for the Nightline or something? I, are the next you line? ready for a good Yeah. Okay, oh, I, so, got, I got my so voice if, today. If you know what it is. Email us at here comes some wisdom at gmail.com because it's you'll like solve a 20 year mystery. Help the boy out. <laughs> and Help Trevor, the, the only out. thing that I, the only band that I was interested in was, well, well, you were deep into poison. Oh, I just classed it up. The only air banding I ever did was Weird Al. <laughs> you, nice. But it, I it's, could see it's a pretty good, it would be a good tape to have. It was girls was it, just uh, want to have lunch. Oh. So I got some girls to be eaten the whole time. On the front of the stage. Smooth. Pigging down. It was great. And actually, maybe this, maybe, I don't know, you can tell me, does this get some respect? When I went to summer camp, the worst camp experience in my life, because everybody loved crisscross. Oh, oh no. no. I was like outcast <laughs> because I was refused. You were anti crisscross. Yeah. You put your jeans on the right way. <laughs> so wow. You're an great one. Thanks, so, Carter. Brad, continue. So there was some air. So there was another air band situation to a non crisscross, but it was too sexy. <gasps> That's you only- did that. Yeah, it was good. Wow. So that's <laughs> crisscross. No, thank you. Right, said Fred. So your two air band experiences are Weird Al and I'm too sexy. Yeah. Huh. You go epic though, Brent, because I do know for a fact that. At any given moment, you could probably bust out a wicked version of Ice Ice Baby. Mm-hmm. Like, you could karaoke the hell out of Ice. I've seen it a few times. And when you do it, it gets real. So, very good songs. You don't have a huge range of material, but the ones you have. You do well. Yeah. I remember in our school, in our elementary school, every grade six class got to do air band competition at an assembly. <sighs> Probably ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then they voted most likely to keep doing this till they're <laughs> in their thirties. <30s>. Trevor, <laughs> damn you, air band! <laughs> oh, Should have paid a little more attention to math class or something. Hey, not air banding. Speaking, oh, we've talked about math camp, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I think we might. Yeah, have. that's math camp doesn't get you girls. No, air band camp. Yeah, totally I remember nice. I had a padlock around my neck on a chain. Oh man, I was doing a wicked Axl Rose. I like kind of flicked my like chest back. Padlock came swinging up. Oh, <laughs> boom! Right in the mouth. There goes my teeth. Thanks, Axl Rose. <laughs> Axl Rose broke my teeth. <laughs> I remember Macho exactly how I was standing. I was out on the farm, like by myself, rocking out with a padlock around my neck. Stupid. <laughs> so Ma- stupid. Macho Man gave you a scar for elbow dropping through a picnic table, yeah, and Axl yeah. Rose knocked out your teeth. Good influence. That's two good influences. If that's how you're going to go out, that's a good way to go, you know? Yeah. So lately, not lately, but when I was home at Christmas, I discovered something new about my gypsy mother. Okay. Apparently. Who, who made an that, appearance yelling at us? 
Yes. Yes, on the very end of that podcast, live. Uh, apparently, she, from time to time, is known to delve into the shopping network. I thought you were going to say witchcraft or something. Oh, no, my <laughs> gypsy witch. That goes hand in hand, Brett. Right, Carter, it's, okay. no, there's no, that's not a surprise for anyone here. Um, no, the shopping network, though. I'd, like, come home and I'd, like, catch her watching the shopping network. She just changes the channel really Yeah, quickly. no, I'd be like, Mom, are you... Watching uh, MMA. <laughs> because one time I, like, got a gift sent to me in Toronto. It was, like, half of whatever she ordered from the shopping network. She got it sent to me. And it was, like, some weird, like, cosmetic stuff. I was like, what is this? She's like, oh, I didn't want that stuff. So I got them to send it to you. I'm like, oh, no. Now, have you guys ever watched the shopping network? Like, for, for more than two minutes. Have you ever watched it for a half-hour block with your mother, per se? I, I like it when they have, like, a computer on. I'll watch that for about eight minutes, and they're okay. like, this is 512 megabytes of RAM. This is as good <laughs> as it gets. I watched it's it at the fast. start of the shopping network. I remember wanting a a power glove. Oh, so wow. Bad. Like so a Nintendo been, power Yeah, a Nintendo glove? power glove. Oh, man. And I well, denied it. I was in tears. Oh. Probably for the best. Yeah. Little did you know, Little those things know. sucked. They but sucked. Still, it would have been cool to have. Now, things have changed. Maybe, maybe you guys are watching Evening Time or so. When you watch like the um, the Housewife Midday demographic, wow, that's all I have to say. I have never seen somebody talk for twenty minutes about towels. How many? Fiber towels. How many? Twenty. I learned more about towels than I will ever. Comes out, talks about the towels, then they talk about it when you buy the towels. How these are really an investment in your home. Did you know that the towels are an investment? I didn't know that. Apparently, they're an investment. Then one lady says, "Well, when you wash them, you got to wash them three times before you use them because it's going to really open up the fibers to absorb." She's like, "These towels are really good at absorbing," and I'm like. Mom, why are we watching this? She's like, wow. I'm like, if you buy these towels, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you wash and them three times to wear them, to, yep. you know, wear them out, so you buy new ones again. Yeah, it's an investment that you ruin. Yeah. Then one lady goes and dumps the towels into a bowl of water, and it takes like 10 minutes for it to soak up the water. But the whole time they're talking about the different... Look it, at their absorption rate. How can you talk... You have to be a talented person to talk about towels for 20 minutes. Oh, it's the same. At least they're off script. Uh, my favorite is a baseball game that's rained out, and oh. <laughs> the commentators are talking for about an hour about no, absolutely nothing. That's that's the same skill. Just, just there pure. was one. There was one for a shelf. It was just a shelf, but it was on wheels. Well, they decided that they were going to tell you every possible thing that you could put on a shelf. So for 20 minutes, they talk about you could put... Pictures a, of your grandkids. A toolbox, a barbecue, towels, a boxes. I, and that's what they did for 20 minutes. They talked about things that you could put on a shelf <laughs> and how this could totally change the layout of your house by maximizing your space. You want to bring, you wanna bring your... Uh collection over to your friend's house well you can't because it's stuck on that shelf just wheel it just wheel it yeah they were wheeling it around the studio laughing like it was like and it has those numbers you've ever seen on the bottom you guys where it says like how many units have been sold oh yeah yeah and it just wasn't moving at all is that real i don't know you think that's a made-up number Uh, i think it's 
probably r- real. No, it's probably fake. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, what do you think? It's got to be real. It's got to be a law, right? I, I don't know if there's any laws to govern shopping networks. You would hope. It's just not ethical otherwise. I know when my mom sees that number going up, she gets excited. Mm-hmm. Look at, look you at know, she wants selling. to be part of the revolution, the towel <laughs> revolution. Does the number ever count down? Sometimes there's only so many left. Returns. And every day they have a showstopper. And the showstopper gets like a double time zone. They even have commercials telling you what they're going to sell you in the next couple hours. Seriously. So what I think we should do, maybe not this week, but I think I'm going to come up with products and I'm going to make you try and sell them. Okay. Okay. Do you this think good. how hard would it be to get our product like a Here Comes Some Wisdom t-shirt on the shopping network? Pretty hard. There's some serious competition. But like There's the, the shelf second, lobbyists are the second rate <laughs> shopping network. <laughs> Just YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. Now, the reason I talked about the shopping network. Are you are you guys familiar with um Well, before I go into that, well, sure. A man by the name of Dr. Ho no. Yes. Brett, do you know about Dr. Ho? Give me a second. One second here just to go back to that. This is some Jamaica news that I'm remembering from my trip now. Okay. Whoa. Every day I drive. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You were in Jamaica. Yes. And Always tropical. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> well, is this, is okay. this real or not? Every day driving through, when going to a golf course? Driving past some, like, not a big town, but some minor highways, like a few businesses and stuff. And there's a doctor's office with Dr. Ganja ready. <laughs> really? Or How did he no? spell it? G A N G A. Last name Ready. R E A D Y. Yeah. Dr. Ganja ready. Yeah. I know some Reddies. I know Reddies. But Not I don't Jamaica. know. I didn't know any of them lived in Jamaica. <laughs> Did you go in? No. You should have walked in and been like, so. <laughs> Did it look like a doctor's office? Yeah. As much as possible. Yeah. It's oh. like you walk in, you're like, I'm here for the ganja. It's like a podiatrist or something. Yeah. It's like, we got some shoes for you. It'd be like, is that what you're calling it now? <laughs> Are you going to do a racist Jamaican accent now, Carter? No, I'll leave the... Okay, uh, I'm Brent. I'm here for the ganja. And you say... <laughs> do it. Uh, we got some nice Nikes here for you, though. <laughs> Good support for the Irish. What? Oh <laughs> that was a Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't make me bring up Brent's uh, no Saddam Hussein impression from last episode. <laughs> now there is a bunch of ga- there is a whole collection of Gonjaredis just in the U.S. So this is totally possible. What? There's actual people named Gonjaredi. <laughs> yes, several. Doctor Gonjaredi. Wow. Internal medicine in Austin, Minnesota. You go say hello sometime. <laughs> Holy Excellent. crap! Who names their kid Ganja? You know. 
That'd be like... I don't understand. That'd be like me naming my kid Ice-T Lemonade. <laughs> uh, Ice-T, I get. <laughs> but it'd be hard to convince the, the doctors to put lemonade on the birth certificate. Well, any more Jamaican news there, Brent? That's about it. Oh. That's it? I can't believe you went back to our origins. You went back to like the motherland. Do they have? Do they have um, like a little shrine for us there? I do like how like the bus to get to places. I do like how the people working at the airport. They just jet like just oh, lady jumps on the bus, like a little tourist bus. But then it's like oh, let me tell you about Jamaica, and then she goes into like a like the tour guide mode, and she gets where she's going. It's like okay, bye. So just like a nice tour, a nice history of Jamaica. Oh, the, hist- the island of Jamaica goes back. Oh, let me tell you about the languages of Jamaica. Then, and then she's but just then on she her way. But then she gets to a stop and she just leaves. Well, in a nice way. But yeah, and then just on her way. Nothing for free. She works for it. Earns their cab ride. I like it. Yeah. Jamaicans are just good people. Good laid just back. chill, you know? Chill. Like those commercials. Dr. Gonzaretti keeping them. <laughs> keeping them chill. I want to talk about Dr. Ho for a sec. Oh, yes. Okay, what about Dr. Ho? Okay, are you familiar with him? Who is he, Brent? I'm not so familiar. Oh, Car- oh you thought he was the guy from The Simpsons. Carter, you don't know Dr. Ho? No. You don't, you don't, you've never seen the, the, the guy with the commercials of the like electroshock pads? Yes. Like late night commercials is like this small little like Asian guy that walks around like electrocuting people in the face. <laughs> nope, never seen this at all. Yeah, Brent? Yeah, it would it sounds good. Though. Under, yeah, well, guess guess whose mom got some. Guess whose mom has Dr. Ho. <laughs> no. Yeah, Marge. Marge got Dr. Ho, and this is her new favorite thing to do is invite people over and then torture them. Like, it goes up to 10, and you're supposed to, like, ease into it. And she just, like, sometimes she wets the pads before she puts them on you. That's just some uh, Stanley Milk and stuff right there. No, so this is what she does. She thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And she'll, like, electrocute herself in front of you and be, like, screaming, but, like, loves it. She'll, like, shock herself and be like, yeah! It's, like, just so excited. <laughs> so she's crazy with the Dr. Ho. Now, if you guys have never experienced those, have you ever... Um, just on my... In, at an actual physio place where also I... My knee got exploded. Oh. Just to get the muscles working again. Where they zap you and say, okay, turn it up as needed. And I yep. slipped and turned it up to 11, and oh. it was bad. But at least that's a proper medical environment, because yeah. I've had that done too, and that's not its not quite the same. as the, There's just too much freedom with Dr. Ho. Too much can go wrong, you know? And it really hurts if you let it. And it has three different massage modes, like kind of painful, unpredictably painful, and like interval painful. So anyway, what I was thinking is would be a great YouTube sensation is get people at parties passed out and then strap them into the Dr. Ho, like on their face <laughs> and just crank it and see what happens. Just, just Dr. Ho bomb people. <laughs> it's got to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a salvia trip. Until somebody has like a heart attack or something. I don't know. Yeah, it does say you're not allowed to use it if you have a pacemaker, you know. And 
So I guess we should ask people if they have pacemakers before we hobomb them. Yeah. But if you just hobomb their face, <laughs> they'll be okay. It's just yeah. the face. Well, just, it's not your heart. It's just the face. It's just your face we hobomb. I don't think you could burn the person either. Have you tried it? What, hobombing? Yeah. No, I haven't hobombed anyone. No, but have you been hobombed? I haven't been. I haven't passed out drunk. No, but have no. you been? Have you been? Oh, I've been up? electrocuted plenty of times. I was electrocuted like almost every time I like came downstairs in my house for an entire Christmas. <laughs> it was continuously like, oh, let me try this, and like getting electrocuted. And how does your skin feel? It felt fine. It actually does it if you do it like the right way. I'm like like my mother. <laughs> Unless if you're not trying to hurt the person, it's like whatever. It's just there. It's about the equivalent of being like poked with like a finger in the back or something. <laughs> but if you want to hurt someone, you can really have a good time, you know. Would you do so. an entire electrocution experience if it worked like it said for muscle building, where you could stay in shape with like ten minutes of ten minutes of intense electrocution? Yeah, per day, and then just be huh. jacked the rest. The I rest don't know if you buy happy. it. I'll try it. You buy it, I'll do it for like two months. You have to buy about uh, six of them. I'd electrocute myself crazy. If it worked, that'd be kind of cool. That stuff's scary, though. It's scary when your body's twitching. Yeah, it's some 1950s workout equipment right there. Just a little electrocution. Never hurt anyone. What if you put it like on your head? Could that screw up your brain? No, it'd make you smarter. Harnessing the power of the atom to make you super smart. <laughs> I did see a nice what cute soccer game like that where everyone was hooked up with electric, basically with the stuff you're talking about, and someone just watched them play and electrocuted them when he felt like it. How do you get this job? <laughs> that was the electrocuted jo- kids while playing soccer. That was the job. It was just a. T- it was just a bit. Yeah, a bunch of guys playing soccer, and then when the guy watching doesn't like what's happening, zap. Ref makes a bet. Ref was hooked up too, so if he gets a bad call, he's down. This is a British. It would actually drop comedy hour. Yeah. It was it just acting? No. They knew what was happening, but oh. it hurts. Wow! Don't tase me, bro. Always <laughs> <laughs> topical. I was talking to a friend of mine that was talking about going to like Wonderland or something and they told us really creepy experience about like some perv that was like clearly a perv <laughs> that just waited outside the line of people and stood by the line all day and watched little kids walk by and like stared at them pervy and like made noises. Oh. Like he would get excited when kids would get closer to him oh. and would just stand and watch by the ride. <laughs> Apparently nobody took care of this business. <laughs> Apparently this was a normal situation in the park that day. I don't know where I'm going with this, but man, that's creepy. You just gotta walk up to him and go, "Hey, yeah, you just gotta hey, deal with it." You, Yahoo chat. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a sitch. That's a gots to go situation, though. Yeah. Hmm. I'm go to Disney World next week. That wouldn't happen there. Mickey would show up with the security. Go, hey, hey, you, you, you gotta go. You got to go. That's the best impression you've ever done. <laughs> really? Thanks. You're actually pretty good at Mickey. Thank you. Huh. That's the only good impersonation you've done. <laughs> Are you going to come back with pictures of all you and characters posing? They still sort of scare me. Oh, yes. People I've already, I don't like it one bit. I've already pre-ordered uh, our photo package. So 
see what what you do is you go around and there's photographers with nice DSLR cameras everywhere and in front of the attractions and characters and so you get your picture taken with them and then they uh, just scan your card this uh you know this, this card with a number and your name on it oh and man then it's like a chip in your brain pretty man. much and then you go back to the hotel or anywhere around parks and you can look at all the pictures and so uh if you pre-buy it you get like 33 percent off that's our deal getters 33 yeah. percent off For of like a million dollars yes can you get one of kicking one of them in the balls <laughs> <laughs> just get goofy like go- goofy is that okay <laughs> kick him <laughs> I want you to and do tell something. The, yeah, I want you to be do something inappropriate on the log rides, where there's a yeah, picture of everybody going down, where everyone's going down, and they take a picture of everyone smiling. You can be flipping the camera off, or oh, uh, have you guys seen uh, The Rock go down Splash Mountain? I'll post no, it to I'm the not blog. familiar with The Rock going down <laughs> it's, Splash. It's amazing. He's just is he flexing? He's wearing, yeah, he's wearing like an <laughs> yes. American flag yeah. as a t-shirt, <laughs> just flexing and just screaming. And there's like some old grandma in the background, just like looking really bored. And The Rock's just like, oh, just like more emotional I've ever seen someone in my life. <laughs> it's a really good picture. <laughs> yeah, do one inappropriate thing for us. Okay, something. Even like spit in a coin pond or something like, just, <laughs> and get a picture of it, you know, do something bad. Live on the edge, Carter. I don't know. They might not let me back next time, though. And we've Janelle's kind of got it set that we're getting married in uh, Disney World next year. So what is if I get banned oh, from Disney World? Wow. Just ruin, ruin her life because that's a dream think, to get well, married. Well, there's Disneyland. Disney I don't think they do weddings there, man. Oh, damn it. <sighs> Maybe. Okay, well, then on your wedding, go out with like, you know, just some debauchery. Hmm. Now, what about... So, well, to, to get ready for this wedding, I went to the uh, Wonderful Wedding Show convention. That's what I was just going to ask yeah, you. two days ago. And the entire time I was there, Janelle was the looking through w- invitations. W- what's F. it called? <laughs> wedding... <laughs> what's it called? The Wonderful Wedding what? The Wonderful Wedding Show of Winnipeg. <laughs> F. So, <laughs> the entire time Janelle was looking at dresses, looking at invitations, and all that stuff. And I'm just thinking... I'm just saying... Well, she made me promise not to talk about the uh, upcoming football game there. I was very excited for Or the podcast. For yeah. So the entire time, I was just like, I wish Brent was here. Just because it was so crowded and Brent dealing with crowds and just stupid wedding stuff. I'd, I'd just love to have Brent there, I think. That seems like Brent's dream situation. Well, because I've gone with conventions with Brent before. And he just doesn't like dealing with the, the carnies behind the booth and stuff. He doesn't like dealing with people that don't know how to use an ATM machine properly. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> me so uh the the worst part was janelle they were giving out la- lanyards to uh the bride you almost said that right good that's perfectly correct so it was this pink lanyard only the bride yeah and that was a mistake because that was basically like uh like a piece of chum on fishing uh fishing string oh yeah you give a girl free stuff <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah. And they'll wear it because basically it was blood in the water to all the sharks. So we'd be walking by and just random photographers would just jump in our path going, congratulations. When's the date? How would you like a photographer? Take my card. You, every two steps, you'd be like, congratulations. You you probably need oh. a... Yeah. So, it so it's like a, a marker. Yeah. It was exactly... They, they had us now, marked. I wonder, do you think, and I think there probably is... Do you think there's any single girls that go to the wedding show by themselves? 
Oh yeah, no, I was thinking just a dream. I was thinking if uh, it's a pretty good place to pick up, like you know that would it be? Would it? It would. Like their wedding crashers kind of ruined that for most guys because girls got wise to that. So you got to go to wedding convention crashers. Wedding convention. <laughs> That's a easy market, hey. Yeah. If it, I mean, there's only a few there that are probably really really desperate but because i mean i guess you could just find a desperate person anywhere if you really want it yeah but they've got dreams of weddings and it's not yeah but then do you want the dream girl or do you want like you know like the homeless girl that just wants like a sandwich you know like (laughs) gotta manage expectations here right you meet her at a wedding show it's gonna be all kinds of stuff you gotta do here you know gotta get a chariot and a horse and you know Mm, I don't want any of these things. They, they did have the horse-drawn carriage. Let's go to Pizza Pizza, baby. Come on. <laughs> you know, I, Brent Brent went to the Jays game. He gave me a free slice of pizza with his winning card. That's a date right there. And, yeah, had you there at Pizza. Pizza Zombies. Huh. I don't remember that. <gasps> remember at the baseball game if there was seven strikeouts? We talked about this oh, on the podcast. Every, everybody pizza, knows about this pizza. except for you. And I, I should have used that to take out a pretty a pretty girl on a date. You know, I thought like, I just thought I was thought you, I gave you pizza at the game, and I couldn't understand. Oh no, no, no I was eating pretzels all game. <laughs> That's all I did was eat pretzels. No water, a lot it's of expensive, but pretzels. I think pretzels, probably, they don't dehydrate. I think you probably broke down and got some water after three pretzels. <laughs> just salted, so salty. So, any other wedding show highlights? No, that's that's. Oh, I'm sorry for putting it. you on the spot. Wedding crashing works, though, you know. It does. That actually, that's yeah. We I used to do that at Clear Lake. Oh, when you used to be a waiter up there, bartender. No, this is even before that. Oh, okay. Sometimes you go camping on May Long and stuff, and there's sometimes there'd be weddings in like the little hall down there, and we would just go into them and like. Yeah, yeah. we got like run out of there once, and it ended up with someone almost killing somebody. That was a good <laughs> night. Um, two times and it was both like we were right in there with like you know like dancing with the bride and like everybody just assumed you were there you know you put on a dress shirt and you're good to go yeah no one's IDing no it works you on like it, it legit works uh Brett tell us something Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll tell you about something. Oh, so I finally got a door installed, an exterior door in my house after a, door? a, a year and uh, a half. Oh, of like trying. a main house door after yep. the after the French pop rock band broke yours down trying to solicit their <laughs> crappy CDs <laughs> at your house. Pretty much. So we get possession of the house and we're given a key. You know how hard it was to get in to our house. It's just like a death trap. These doors. Because death uh, trap, it's a suicide rap. <laughs> you gotta get out while we're young. <laughs> okay, why? So Keep going. You gotta throw the Bruce Springsteen in there, don't you? <laughs> so basically, I don't believe kids used to live in this house because there's a deadbolt and then the regular doorknob, right? And there's never been a key to the doorknob. And it's Only never the worked. deadbolt. Only the deadbolt. And it's a double sided deadbolt. So if the deadbolt is locked from the inside, you know, most deadbolts you just. Uh, you can open by like flicking your wrist pretty much. Yep. You need a key for this one. So there could be a fire. The door is locked. And if you can't find your keys, you're not getting out. So it's That's just, terrifying. I know it is. And then the, the front Holy door. Holy crap. <laughs> the front door was. That's a bad idea. Then you have to leave your door open all the time in case there's a fire. Pretty much because the people before us had kids. Like 
Uh, so someone could rob your house at any time because your door is open. Pretty much. And then the front door was just sticky and like it was really hard to unlock and open too. So it's like, always got to leave the, the house open. And I'm like, okay, I'll just get a new doorknob. No problem. Run to the store. Oh, no. Things aren't that easy. <laughs> things, oh, doors are tricky. Things aren't that easy. Um, so in, in like regular houses, a door is like three inches. Uh, it's three inch back set on your doorknob. Oh no, not mine. It, mine's like a five inch. So like the doorknob is like in the middle of the door almost. It's not like at the edge, like most sane people. So I look oh. it up online. Oh, it was a popular in the 1950s, 40s. I'm like, okay, considering oh, my house. Oh, that's retro. Considering my house was built in 78. <laughs> so they <laughs> found some old door and threw it on there. <laughs> Pretty much for both things. So you go to Home Depot. You're like, I need a, a big back set. They're like, oh, we don't have any. Just talk to uh, Wiser, the largest doorknob company in the world. Go to their website. They'll hook you up. I go there. I type in. They're like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. It's like, oh, crap. So, so what happens? What so do you do? It's like, ugh. Uh, you call up the uh, locksmith in town, the safe locksmith. I, I dated guy. a girl whose dad was a locksmith. Yeah? They make yeah. good money. You know why? Yeah. Because... They had a nice house. You call them up, and you're like, do you have the back set for the wiser lock? They're like... Ruined that yeah, one. we do. And I'm like, okay, uh, what's your hours? They're like, nine to five every day, not weekends. I was like, well, I kind of work for a living. So basically... So do they. So do they, Carter. I know, Can't I you respect that? But I would have to take a day off work. To get a back set for the door. <laughs> so Doors are tricky. I know. So it basically came down to, uh, we got to get a new door. <laughs> Getting a new door? How much does that cost you? Doors are expensive. Yes, they are. So it turns out the door is, uh, to get the door installed is just as much as the door itself. So you're looking at definitely like over a thousand bucks. Oh! Like, oh, I know. How long did that take? Month, about a year and a half. <laughs> Took you a year and a half to build, get a door. Yeah, because first you got to find the, the right place to go, and then yeah. it's just no matter what you go in there, they're like, "Yeah, you can only talk to Henry." So then you go in. Henry's the door wizard. Yeah, so you keep on trying to get Henry. Turn then Henry leaves. So you got to talk to Eric, and then you walk in. Eric hey, Northman. Eric, where's Eric? Oh, he's in Calgary. Oh, when's he back? Thursday. Okay, I'll we'll be here Thursday. I show up on. No, I don't come on Thursday because I'm sick, so I miss out. And oh, you had so your ass like, reflex. Yeah, it's like just Hernia. total, <laughs> total mess. dance, total mess all the time. So, and then Eric left. So Claude is the guy now. So basically, Claude, the guy from Degrassi, <laughs> didn't he kill himself? <laughs> maybe, maybe after dealing, so he with, shows up dealing with me. He so, wrote terrible poetry. <laughs> So we had to go through three different door guys before I got my door put in, and it's finally in right now. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. And so I'd like to contrast that to this uh, 30-story building that was uh, erected in China two weeks ago in 36 hours. Wait, how big was it? It's 30 stories. So that's three times the size of the tallest building in Dauphin. 30 stories. That's a decent size, right? And they built it in 36 hours. So less than two days. Was it like Lego? Kind of. It was, it was prefabricated. So it was, it was all So they just layered steel. it up on top of each yeah, other. pretty much. So. Still impressive. Those Chinese. Oh, you racist. <laughs> they're quite the uh, productive, productive. Oh, Carter, you're people. digging the grave. <laughs> you're digging a. Yeah. 
Well, I don't see how it's bad comparing them to me who takes it a, a year and a half to uh to You know what? So I have a funny door story. Well, speaking of doors, I was so I think about door knobs a lot and well, I have speaking to, of doors. I have to speak, say Why don't you speak some more about them? Knock <laughs> <laughs> you have it for 5 minutes. <laughs> I think the the most rickety doorknob ever is is Trevor's back door in Dauphin. Am I yes, right? <laughs> absolutely cuz my mother's a witch and she wants to know the intruders that pass through her door and that doorknob signals you can't Anyone that goes near that door makes a noise. It's like a, it's like witch home security. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. That door is like a battle. You have to fight it. I love that door. It's ultimate uh, Jimmy. So anyway, I was going out to my jam space back in the day and I was renovating and we needed a door, except I found out very quickly that doors are extremely expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed a door that was like 81 centimeters by like 29 centimeters but on the other side it had to be like 80 and three quarters it had to be like i needed a crooked door because apparently it's hard to cut a door (laughs) it's not something you want to try right probably not so my dad is like we're out at the farm my dad's like good with tools and stuff he showed me how to install a door and blah 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 and he's like you're screwed he's like you're not going to be able to put a new door on this you're screwed so i i was like well you know what i know this i know someone i can call so who do i call my gypsy mother. I kid you not, in 25 minutes, I had a crooked, solid oak door delivered to the farm. <laughs> 25, a brand new that she paid $20 for. Whoa. A crooked door made out of solid oak that was brand new that fit the door perfectly. No questions asked. And my dad and my mom are divorced, right? And she drove out, dropped off the door, and she left. And my dad's like, she scares the hell out of me. <laughs> He's like, I don't even want to know what just happened. Yeah, like so, he was dead in the ditch to get that door in twenty five. Some some farmer like wakes up in the morning. He's like, feel the breeze. <laughs> no door. Just take it off the edge. I'm serious. It was like a scary like. It was a scary day. It was just like we just put the door in in total silence. There's no talking. It was like fit perfectly in, sealed it up, done. Let's just a home not shopping talk about network. This. They deliver Let's fast. Not crooked doors. <laughs> yeah brent you don't have to worry about uh at your house any renovations like that <laughs> believe me you do not want to get involved with anything nothing yeah, your don't... house is new right brent yeah brand yeah yeah like do you have like do you have like like what kind of garbage do you have to put up with for like a new house just dust that's so as far as problems go. <laughs> as far as problems go, that's not too bad. That's just no, falls from the roof good. all the time. So everything's oh, because it's still new. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because everything has still been like cut and put the oh, mm. so like construction dust coming out still. Mm. Do you have like a? Do you have like? Do you have like an air purifier? No. Do you have like a dirt devil? Yes. I we, who uses. I do most of the. I do all the cleaning. I could see you loving a dirt devil. Yeah. Do you have a robot? Did I didn't. It doesn't work with a cat. It gets too dirty. Got a. Oh, it just clogs up the hair. Got a fancy vacuum though. That does good. A Dyson. Yeah, Dyson does good. Yeah, I roll Dyson myself, even though I've got no carpet. (laughs) What you vacuum without? What? Well, we got it before we moved in here, and then there's no carpet. Do you vacuum your pets? Do pets like being vacuumed? No. Some do. Some don't. 
one of my dogs must have been abused by a vacuum cleaner in its day, and it really freaks out. But we've uh, really shaped her behavior, so she's a lot better now around it. So it's good. Can vacuum before? Oh well. No, but Brent, you will find out ten years from now when you get your ducks clean, like for the heating system or something. They'll be like, "Oh, these ducks, these are popular in the '70s or '80s. We got to take them out or something like that." You're like, "My house was built in like 2009. What the heck?" Do you guys hide money anywhere in your house? No. Okay. Because I found $300 the other day. Really? Yeah. It was like a nice surprise. I'm like, oh, I forgot all about this. It Was it Just, that money that the landlord uh, didn't no, ask no, I for? Don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I found 300 bucks. It was awesome. I love when you find stuff that you hide. I found an old knife. No, just sometimes I hide food. Yeah. <laughs> And find it. Like, I just found a Christmas orange, or, yeah, chocolate orange today. Nice. In a drawer. That's that's such a score. Yeah. Man, yeah, Janelle's got to start hiding some food on me. Um, she always complains that I, I don't know, who's in the right, who's in the wrong here? So she gets some Christmas ice cream, you know, like Christmas limited flavor ice cream? Like peppermint? Yeah, you know that stuff. So she gets it, like, December 5th, and she gets, like, so I've been, you know, slowly going in there one spoonful at a time every two days. Oh, <laughs> you know? trying to stealth it. Yeah, and so she's only had, like, one bowl of this ice cream. And it's like... Oh, no, no, no. What? She's in the wrong. I know. I know. You don't get to leave. That's like leaving crack out in front of a crack addict. I know. Finally, someone agrees with me. No, she's wrong. I she's know. completely... You can't leave ice cream in the fridge for two months. Ice yeah. cream is supposed to last two to three weeks tops. And is it real that ice cream, like, as as it gets older, it get, it shrinks, right? Yeah, and it sucks. It, gets, it dries out and it gets, I know, like, it gets dense. Because she opens it up and goes, you've been in it again. I was like, it's just shrunk. Oh, it's just shrinking, baby. <laughs> even, no, though, even though it really has been me, too. But, but no, ice cream, no, that's her fault. You can't leave ice cream in a fridge for two months and expect nobody to eat it. I all. know, I know. Especially how delicious it is. But no, she's taking it up. Did you just say delish, you little... <laughs> Deliciousness. So... <laughs> So she's she took it up a, a level by putting labels on food. So like I see like a half eaten bag of chips, I go to take it, and it's got a, like a little note saying, "Carter, don't eat this." It's just like that's not fair. I know. So what's the if it's in your house and you're no, I could see having like one thing that you're not allowed to touch, but like no, 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 you can't play that. You know, I'm sorry. No. Brent, what do you think? What, okay, maybe I should be a little more honest. We bought two boxes of Christmas ice cream. Mine is gone, and then I've been working no, does, away. No, 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 no. Okay, Wait, still. You each still had your own? Right? Okay. Yeah, we did. Ooh, that kind of changes. <laughs> does it? Does it After really? two months, though, it's almost yeah, been it's two months. Yeah, fair game. Well, yeah, it's almost it's Pushing it, pushing it. I, don't know. I just have to suffer through Allison, who cooks, but then doesn't eat leftovers, but she likes really? cooking. That sounds awesome. But it's a constant stream of huge amounts of leftovers when she gets new foods <laughs> all the time. Because she tries like large recipes of everything? Yeah. It's awesome huh. until it's like tuna casserole. And it's like, oh, you have to eat a tub of tuna casserole, which I don't oh, eat. Oh, no, you can't play that. No. Hey, so I think last time I just stuck to it and said, no, not touching it. And like five pounds of tuna casserole <laughs> went to waste. And I don't Give think it'll be back on rotation anymore, but... Yeah, you got to make something that's got some staying value, you know? Right. Give a some pa- uh, good pasta. Pasta will last, you know? What else is good, you know? 
well, pizza is always good old, but she's not going to make pizza. Stir fry? Any no, 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 no. They don't make pizza there. They go to the gas station and to get Carter's pizza. <laughs> the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl deluxe combo. Yeah. Gas station pizza. Yeah. Well, Brent, you, would your cat eat the tuna casserole? Sure. Okay. She's got uh, but five pounds. She's got a good tuna range on her where a can opening, she'll be like, as soon as the sound of a can lid cracking, she's there. Oh, some, yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever seen like a cat kill a fish? I'd like to watch that. Mm, I don't think so. I bet that'd be fun. I did come home to its terrifying cat story of the week. I'm, (laughs) I'm, it's either cat or ghost. You tell me, Trevor. Okay. So I came home and all of like my dresser drawer stand, every single drawer was all the way open. <laughs> they pulled wide open for no reason. So I think what there happened no is the cat breaks. I think what happened is the cat got into the bottom drawer and it closed behind her. And she kept like crawling up and as she squeezed from one drawer to the next it opened. Yeah, I could see that. And she got trapped and crawled her way up to the top and eventually escaped. That's exactly That's what terrifying. happened. That's <laughs> terrifying. That poor cat. She does it all the time though. Sometimes just goes missing for a while, and you open drawers, and she comes flying out at you. Well, that's got to be a nice surprise to your skin. (laughs) (laughs) Cat story of the week part two. Our cat Wibbles. We call him Senior Wibs because he's a fun-loving Mexican cat. We gave we made (laughs) we made we made burritos last night, and we made a little burrito for him, and he ate it. It was great. Now, that's just that's just pathetic. <laughs> I'll post it to the blog. Now, I don't know. Did you give him a party hat or a sombrero? <laughs> Can you Photoshop a sombrero on the cat? I please? might be able to. Please. So she's Janelle's making some animal treats, and I don't know. They sound good to me. Tuna fudge is that good or disgusting? Do you want to mix tuna cat? fudge for for dogs and cats? But I want to try that's it. Disgusting. Fish and chocolate? That's like something, that's some pretty intense fusion cooking, you know? I, I might go yeah, for it. I might try some. Yeah, you eat dog food, you pig. <laughs> <laughs> you eat all her ice cream, so, you know. <laughs> God, that's disgusting. Oh. You call that fusion? <laughs> fusion. Two things that don't sound good together, that's fusion automatically? Yeah, that's what those fusion restaurants are. That's all they are. Deep fried dog crap. Oh, wow. Fusion. So, do you guys have wills? Now that you're getting, like, you know, a bit older. Oh, go to hell. <laughs> I was just wondering. Like, I was thinking of making, like, a funny will. <laughs> like. I should make a will. I do, yeah, have like, one, I do have one old will that's going to a cat that I think is still alive. I think it's going to. I well, yeah. It's cat. But you're you're married, so your will is done, you know? Mm, no. That's just how it works. Wouldn't it no. still go to whatever you've signed the old one to? <laughs> Was no, it, is that once a real? you're married, that's it. Once you're married, it just... That will is void. The estate of, of yeah. Brent's parents' cat. <laughs> I like how she's right there yeah. on the word will. Just, Clarify that. Yeah, That's what are you talking about? Yeah. We you talk about her food and uh, stuff, nothing. You talk about uh, the cat, and the, the will, uh, right over your shoulder. We did have a meeting about life insurance, which is sort of a weird, like, we're not down for any yet. But that puts, that changes things up, I think, life insurance. When you're what? Well, like, just getting life insurance. 
Yeah, that's serious. So you get I it when you're some... young, but then it's like sort of like it's like okay, you get it when you're young. It's pretty cheap, and it's like a million bucks. Hmm. Yeah, that just I leads to all to sorts work, of problems. It's dirt cheap. Yeah, it gets you thinking, you know. Yeah. yeah. Here, did, have some more. Did you ice get life insurance with your job? I got enough. Yeah, sure. But just like, oh yeah, have some more ice cream. Once yeah, you get that the, signed, yeah. Million, million dollar ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Eat lots of ice cream. Here's some lard. <laughs> hey. Well, I, I was thinking like funny wills. Hysterectomy. Like, <laughs> like how you want your funeral done. I just want like a picture of me, like a big picture blown up at the, the front of the funeral. And it's just like, I just smelt a fart or something. So I just got this sour look on my face. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. And just make people like listen to the podcast or like. Something that most people like, <laughs> like family and friends would be like, Ugh, I'm not doing that. I'll be like, I'm dead now. You got to do it. You got to do this last one for me. I Is think I'd, I'd yeah. want there to be a lot of drinking and crying at my funeral. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a funeral just with bad music? Like Maroon 5. Big. There's some songs that mean a lot. And to me. she will be loved. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hire a Maroon 5 cover band that I met at the wedding show. Get them to play. Hey, I'm looking to play. You guys play my funeral. Uh, mm. Good stuff, but I'm I'm liking that picture like that because everyone looks happy in their picture. What is it? We just like this is the only picture we had of him. It's just like grumpy, sour, just smelt a fart. <laughs> it's not that funny. It's no. so funny. I just got this image in my head, and it is. I'll take a picture of what I think it would be like, and they'll put it on our blog. Here now, comes farting during a funeral. That's funny. Is it? That's funny. <laughs> Only if the the dead person was a fan of the flatulence. Well, who isn't though? <laughs> Farting's innately funny. You're born with the every human being. Like it's not a learned behavior. Like every human being, when someone farts, it's funny. It's gross, but it's still funny. I don't think you can untrain. I don't think you can like beat that out of a person or train them to think that's like. Even Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. You think? I bet she lets a couple rip. <laughs> You know, and Philip's like, oh, you got me. <laughs> Just bombed him. I think that is a part of the Queen movie, actually. Farting? Yeah. And I think Philip being a farter is part of the Queen. <laughs> really? So, if I do recall, so I think you're right about that. <laughs> She's not down with it, but he... Well, he's got she nothing else down, to do. But he'll. Well, I mean, if you were that guy, what else would you but stand around and fart? <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of will would we leave? Hmm, that's some sad stuff. Do you guys want me to leave my DVD collection to you guys? No, no. no? I don't want any of your hoarding. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> I'll take your door. Make it a bit crooked. Put it yeah, up there, yeah. I don't know what I'd give. I don't have could, anything. I have a guitar. Could I have your you working know? phantom power supply if you die? Sure. Thank you. I threw out my junk, like all the stuff that was important from 20s, movies, Done. CDs. You just threw it out? Yeah. I've got all mine sitting in a basement at my mother's <laughs> house waiting for a flood to collect insurance. Yeah. I've got mine meticulously sweet. organized in alphabetical order, some chronological order. So I, all I've got is a. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. 
Some Apple products, a chair and a TV. Oh, Trevor, you could have my PlayStation. So you could finally, finally be, be modern. Finally yeah. join the next generation in console uh, gaming. Mm-hmm. Hey, I beat Resident Evil Five uh, two days ago. Two years later, let's not talk about this. I know. <laughs> Just let the listeners know. It takes me two years to beat a game. A scary game. Yeah. Well, I needed someone to play it with. It's too scary to play by myself. Well, I so. did try, and we should talk about this because I did try and play. A, it's a this is a a zombie apocalypse game, basically. Just very quickly sum it up: you run around shooting people, but you have a partner, so you can play online with somebody. So Sounds I tried good. playing with Carter. Yeah. Until it's time to it's time to it's go time. What would a what, what should a partner do? What should a, a partner do? You have your back. Yeah, like it's just cover it's, you or yeah, at least go in with you. It's like right behind your back, so you can't really see what's behind your back. But as long as you have a partner, things are good. So Carter's there with me. I'm doing my part. Turn around, he's gone. He's like on a <laughs> boat and <laughs> boated away. <laughs> <laughs> you left him in the dust, Carter. Not even a word. And there's and he could eat, just all he had to do is say something. But he just took off. How would you do that? I'm a coward in video games too. Sorry to say. <laughs> I have no respect for that. Carter, you can't let your bros down like that. <laughs> what happens if you die in the video game, Carter? Nothing. Uh, I had Brent's will uh, in my name, so I left him alone on Zombie Island. That hurt bad. Don't be reaching out for you. Yeah, my heart.